Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Monday, the 22nd of August. Today, David Warner set to bring the thunder down under this summer. The UFC's pound-for-pound undefeated world champion, not so undefeated anymore. And a teenage sensation announces herself to the NRLW. But first... To kick off today's pod, I've created a brand new game, and it's called Who's Having the Worst Day? You had a bad day. And in today's AFL dedicated edition of Who's Having the Worst Day, we have three contestants. First up, Brisbane Lions captain Dane Zorko. Dane Zorko is under fire after a sledging scandal during the Lions' insipid loss to the Demons. Dee's defender Harrison Petty was left in tears at three-quarter time of Friday night's game against the Lions after a sledge from Zorko about a family member cut him to the core with Petty's teammates making their feelings known to Zorko at the end of the game. The AFL has since closed an investigation into the incident without punishment, but given that both Zorko and the Lions have apologised unreservedly to Melbourne and Petty over the incident, he's definitely a contender. You're having a bad day. Next contestant, Essendon coach, sorry, former Essendon coach, Ben Rutten. Essendon is looking for its fifth coach in eight years, sacking Ben Rutten after a crisis board meeting this afternoon. It was the hit we all knew was coming, but Ben Rutten was yesterday sacked as the coach of the Bombers with a year left to run on his contract. Rutten went into his final game as coach of the Bombers on Saturday against the Tigers, knowing that the axe was hovering over his head before new club president David Barham finally dropped it yesterday afternoon. The board of the Essendon Football Club met this morning. As a result of that meeting, I am announcing that we have terminated the coaching contract for Ben Rutten with the media effect. Straight after the board meeting, I called Ben personally to let him know this. Understandably, Ben was deeply disappointed. And while Rutten has been paid out the final year of his contract in full, he's still a contender. I think you're having a bad day. And the final contestant, and let's be honest, favourite to win today's game, the Carlton Football Club. Ginnivan's there, Elliot's there as well. It kicked out the back. The Blues haven't played finals since 2013, but this was the season they were set to return. Under new coach Michael Voss, Carlton were reinvented and had been in the top eight all season. And in their final round game against Collingwood, they took a four-goal lead into the final quarter, knowing a win would guarantee finals. And then suddenly... The Pies kicked the final five goals of the game, including that Jamie Elliott dagger that delivered Collingwood a one-point win and a top-four finish. But it reduced Carlton to September spectators once again. (laughs) Worst day ever. But on the upside, Carlton do win today's edition of Who's Having the Worst Day. One of my favourite parts of the scorecard is introducing you to new athletes you might not have heard of. And today... I get to introduce you to another new face. Remember this name. And we are underway. Young Jesse Southwell kicks off. Jesse Southwell. She's a 17-year-old halfback for the Newcastle Knights and the youngest ever player in the NRLW. And she's shown she might just be the next big star of the game. Southwell puts on a step. There she goes, the teenager. The next generation has arrived. And her name is Jessie Southwell. Southwell led the Newcastle Knights to a first ever victory in the NRLW as they demolished the Brisbane Broncos 32-14 in front of just shy of 9,000 fans at McDonald Jones Stadium. Southwell had to gain an exemption from the governing body to play in the competition this season ahead of her 18th birthday next February. 
and whoever signed off on that exemption should be giving themselves a pat on the back. Because while she might not be able to legally drink, Southwell has left rugby league fans tipsy with joy after her debut performance. Kamaru Usman, the Nigerian nightmare, the UFC welterweight champion and pound-for-pound number one rated fighter on the planet, just tasted defeat in the octagon for the very first time. With a little over a minute left in the fifth and final round of his fight with England's Leon Edwards, Usman copped what is being called the greatest head kick knockout in their history of the sport from Edwards. You got knocked the f- out! Understandably, Edwards was pumped. Don't doubt to miss, I couldn't do it! The odds that I couldn't do it! Look at me now! Level there! Pound for pound! Headshot! The loss brings Usman's 19 fight winning streak to an end, but it also has a little silver lining for an Aussie pugilist. The defeat is set to knock Usman off top spot of the UFC's pound for pound rankings, which means the fighter currently in second spot will become the new pound for pound champion. And that guy is. Alexander the Great That's right, Aussie featherweight champ Alex Volkanovski looks set to rise to number one on the UFC's pound-for-pound rankings off the back of Usman's loss, which means the Nigerian nightmare is an Aussie dream. Get ready, Australia, because Davey Warner is bringing the thunder down under this summer. The strippers aren't due for another hour. No, Warner will not be joining Australia's famous male strip outfit. Instead, Davey has officially confirmed a two-year deal with the Sydney Thunder, meaning he'll play in the Big Bash for the first time since 2013. I know it's important, um, you know, and, and I know that uh, Cricket Australia and all the other players and the future generation will benefit from me playing. Um, obviously, due to playing all three forms, it's been difficult for me to play uh, in the Big Bash, and I've, I've mentioned that plenty of times before. I'm almost at the back end of my career. Um, I don't know how much time I've got left, so for me it's important to, to give back um, for, the, for the future of our game and make sure it's in a great place um, come the new domestic um, TV rights deal. Warner, clearly aware of just how significant his participation will be for the upcoming season, but there was also a closer-to-home motivation for the Master Blaster. For me, it's obviously you know, a big part of it was the girls here. Never seen me play Big Bash, and uh, you know, I'm all about family, and obviously the Big Bash is you know, all about family, and um, it's that time of the year as well. So. You know, they get an opportunity to come with me um, after the test series and hopefully watch some games and have some fun and, and bring their friends along. Warner's stint with the Thunder means he'll get some quality family time in his home city of Sydney, as well, of course, as the reported $340,000 salary, most of which will be paid by Cricket Australia, not the Thunder. Meanwhile, this Sunday will be the first ever BBL draft where the teams are able to select from a host of international stars who've made themselves available for the upcoming season. And that is your fast, fun hit of sport for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.